Hello, everybody. Welcome to Pod and Gore, your one-stop shop for all the good horrors out there. We are your hosts. My name is Brandon. My name is Justin. And welcome to the show. Word. Hello. I'm trying to reach your frogginess, but my throat's surprisingly yeah, I, clear I, for a change, so I can't. I'm I'm tired. Yeah, it's it's my own doing. I can't complain about it, but I'm still. And yet you will. Actually, I wasn't going to, <laughs> dickhead. <laughs> um, so we are gathered here on this Sunday to talk about the newly, newly, newly released Texas Chainsaw Massacre that was uh, that debuted on Netflix on February eighteenth, two thousand twenty-two. So Ooh. two days ago, as a recording. I watched this Friday night uh, when it came out. You watched it this morning. It'll be a little bit more fresh in your mind than mine. Okay. If I, I finished was, it like three hours ago. <laughs> if I was able to watch this movie again before recording, I would I would have loved to. Mm-hmm. But the weekend did not allow that. So, um, Fair. yeah. Uh, what did you think of the movie? I, You were surprised by my response, which... Generally, seems to be the par for the course. But yeah, usually you liked I it. I can never, I can never really gauge what. Like I, I usually can guess, you know, that you're gonna like something or not. Yeah. But I don't know. With and I know with this, you have a soft spot for the original. Oh, very much have, so. Yeah, I have a new appreciation for the original because of the episode that we did. Right. Um, but I've never been like a big leather face fan i got my like little he's a, it, my yeah, little like leather face autograph right here yeah like i like i love the idea and it's always been like one of those classics but like i mm. i own but i've never watched any of the sequels right i haven't I've, seen i haven't seen all the sequels either i i haven't seen three or new generation i think i own three and i and i, I think, think I new generation is the one that has mcconaughey and zellweger in it but i haven't seen that one <laughs> All right, all right, all right. All right, but yeah, I don't even know. I didn't even know if there was others. But yeah, I um, it's exactly what I thought it would be, and it was, it was fun. Like there are things that I think they could have done better. Yeah. But I think there's all because it's very much Halloween 2018. Yeah. It's 100 percent Halloween 2018. That was my. That's one of my main issues with this movie is the fact that. They're making Sally out to be this like less prepared version of Laurie Strode. Like when they yeah. when they showed her in the barn, and she was mm-hmm. um she was uh, gutting the pig. the pig. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was like, okay, okay. And then it's Texas. You, well, and the funny a thing, lot of these weird things I just and we talked about before the show, but a lot of the weird mannerisms <laughs> and things I go, but it's Texas. You chalk so. it up to yeah to a Texas <laughs> thing. And I, I, I don't think I'll be able to pronounce her name properly, but it's Olwen Foray. Okay. Something like that, right? But she's an Irish, um, she's an Irish, Irish actress, um, and she well, it was quite the, the resume. Like I'd never heard of her, but it said in t- uh, 2020 she was listed as the number two. Or number twenty-two on the Irish Times list of Ireland's greatest film actors. So well, I mean, just outside the top twenty. And I mean, take that how you will. I don't know. I, I did a good job. But I, I mean, mean, 
to be considered I, a greatest out of a country to even be on a list is impressive yeah, in my eyes. We're not making that list of anything anywhere. Ever, Last time I looked, so. we were like number 176 in Ghana. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, let's I mean, go. You know, we'll take it. <laughs> right. We're not Ghana's. Yeah. Um, no, but for me, it's like Lori seemed like a bit of a stretch with her crazy backwoodsy psychosis that for she was her? doing. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've seen in other sequels that are no longer canon, Lori functioning or not functioning after what happened. Right. And this backwoods psycho that she was in 2018 Mm -hmm. wasn't quite right. It worked out, and I like it, but I I think this makes more sense. Yeah, and that's the thing, is, and I'll give you that. And it obviously, it is a tad bit different because um, Marilyn Burns, I think was her name, Marilyn Burns, uh, passed away, I think, eight years ago. So obviously, Mm -hmm. she can't come back and do Sally. But like, that was the thing that really was about this is like, okay, so I will give Sally the pass of being like, okay, we'll chalk it up to a Texas thing. It makes sense. She's out here, you know, gutting a pig, all that good yeah. shit. But then the, like when she's sitting in the, in, in the, um, the Chevy her SUV and she's like, mm-hmm. I waited 50 years for this night. And it's like, okay, this is exactly, you know, Halloween 2018. She's been waiting all this kind of shit. But But I like that they kind of back-ended it, though, with, like, she was a policeman for a while. And she, like, hunted him for 30-something years and retired. And it's like she just kind of gave up on it because, you know, she got old and retired. And, oh, now he's back. And now I'm back in the game. My complaint with it is they didn't give her enough time. On yeah, screen yeah, I care. agree with you on that, especially to bring her back, you know, to do a legacy character like this, and then yeah. to, and I didn't, I must not have picked up on the cop thing. Like I, I know I watched mm-hmm. it like ten o'clock. I don't, I wasn't out of it. I, I wasn't drinking. Like I was just sitting there watching it, and I was taking mm-hmm. notes. And um, yeah, it's um, when they were. I think it's when they went to the mini mark gas station thing. We're talking mm-hmm. to the dude selling all the paraphernalia oh and he was like yeah she became a cop and was hunting him for 30 years that's right that's right i did like that too and later when um you know like obviously we'll get into the movie here shortly but like when uh ruth when she is you know crashes into the tractor you know and Mm -hmm. she's calling for help and he walks by yeah, and hears it, and just that look on his face. I was like, "Fuck yeah, okay, that's cool." There's mm-hmm. a lot of moments in this movie where I was like, "Okay, I can get behind this." Okay, I, yeah. you know, I, I like this. Uh, yeah. You know, the, the the suspense was there. You know, when Richter got done up, I was like, "There goes your chance of survival," yeah. is now next to none. I'm like, like, and the thing was, I was like, oh man, and he really tried, he really tried, but um, so that's like, there's very little of this that I didn't like. I mean, and the things that I didn't, you can just chalk up to. I mean, it's doing what 2018 did, right? Four years later, and there's really no other way to do this story. No, other than it's just a whole new group, like. And it's it's essentially the exact same movie except taking out 
the, the old lady. Yeah. That was his, you know. My other issue with this movie, and it's, it's, it's minor, like you can look over it, like the same thing with Myers in Halloween 2018, how he's... 60 years old or whatever they chalk him yeah, up I to be. Yeah, I thought about that. And like I'm thinking, he should be in his 70s. So, and that's but that's the thing is he goes to an orphanage. So, are you trying to make it look or seem as if Gunnar Hansen's you know, he's a 15-year-old boy, a 17-year-old boy? Like even that he's 67 years old. Mm-hmm. Right? And so it's like if and I and I did like the fact that they showed him in the orphanage that it said, you know, 1975, which was obviously the the following year. I don't, I don't get why he had to go to an orphanage. I mean, I get it, you know, plot points, whatever. But like, why? Like, he yeah, could... I don't get why he would have left. Well, he would have left the house because when they looked for all the kids, they would have invaded the house and found the kids and he couldn't just live at his old house right well and you never see him i'm wondering who the old lady is like who in there i'm obviously she was a bit off her rocker but like what person after he murdered a handful of kids is going to be like oh i'll take care of you that makes sense and he's not going to kill her for some reason but he'll kill everyone else i mean she was like i'm assuming she was the headmaster of the orphanage so um yeah, with that, I don't know. It's just the orphanage thing seemed like, I'm like, okay, it's not the worst thing you could have went with, but like yeah. at the same time, eh. Um, I did not watch the trailer. Like I like I avoided the trailer. Like, mm-hmm. And I, I watched the trailer for the first time right before we, we recorded this. Yeah. And I am so glad that I did not. Because for the same thing that you had mentioned, your issue with it at the very end of the trailer, that would have made me so upset. Where it's like, okay, yeah, we live in that time. It makes sense that people would pull out cell phones and this and that. Mm -hmm. But, like, he's like, you want to get canceled, bro? Like, what? Like, shut up. You're not going to (laughs) cancel a a fucking blood-soaked behemoth of a man wielding a chainsaw being like he's gonna be okay yeah i I don't want to get canceled i'm just gonna hop off the bus that's my bad like well and that's it's such a mixed bag that scene like i love it and hate it at the same time like it's super gory and badass yeah but it's also kind of stupid like no one i I guess there wouldn't be a you'd think there'd be an emergency exit in the back of the bus there should have maybe not there should have been you would think yeah there and that was i think i don't know I like the idea. I read some of the comments that people were making, like, oh, this looks so fake and it didn't shit look like that. that. Bad. It, it reminded me of the no, I know, but it from was, Blade. Like, which right, is but it, it was like, I could see douchebags online saying those things, like, oh, mm-hmm. that looks so cool. I want to go. And oh, that looks so fake. Oh, that's horseshit. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I was like, okay. Uh, I, it makes me hate people more, which I didn't think was possible. I didn't but think so either. I could see it. It felt like what would happen. Yeah, I could see it's that. It's like some of the stupid shit in Halloween Kills. It's right. like, yeah, it's stupid, but unfortunately, that's, that's the what world people we live would in. do now. Yeah. Um, yeah, that was really, like, my only thing. There were... The suspense was really good um, yeah. in this movie, and I, I will give it that. Like, I feel like it was shot really well. Mm-hmm. Um, the cinematography was good for that. The way that they shot the scenes, like, it looked... 
it just it was dark it was gritty it looked good and that's kind of what i expect in a, a chainsaw movie yeah. and the thing is too is people and i read this online and i do kind of agree with it so if you take the sequels and i haven't seen all of them but i've mm-hmm. seen uh, almost all of them that people if you're expecting like have you not watched the other texas chainsaw movies like Aside from the first one, the second one's all right. Like, I like the second one. It's fun. It's not, like, groundbreaking cinema, like, neither is this. But it's, like, when you're popping out these uh, franchise movies, they're not... the Like, they haven't always had the best sequels. And Texas Chainsaw mm. is not on that list of, you know, amazing sequels either. And so it's, like... What do you expect? I mean, it is a straight to Netflix. Like, it didn't have a big theatric release or run. Like, well, and they've like never stopped making these. I feel like every other year there's some Texas Chainsaw something. Yeah. Ever since the 2003 one, which I don't mind. It's fine. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They. But. I didn't realize this until I was um getting notes ready that uh there was a post credit scene. Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I I went back and watched it before we recorded, but I was like, "Oh, okay, that's cool." Yeah, I had no this idea. This definitely sets up what could be the next one if right. they do a next one. Yeah, I hope that they do. As much as it, like, I will always watch these movies, and I say sure. that I own, I think I own all of them except for maybe one or two, and that I might even do that. Like, I think it was 2017's Leatherface. I don't think I watched that one, but I watched, no, I did watch that one. Okay. That was the one with the kid that had like the, the uh, cow head or whatever, okay. but I haven't. Yeah. I have them all. I kind of want to now, but I, I have I them all in the voodoo. I, I don't remember it being horrible, but yeah, there's a buttload of these movies. Um, yeah. We kind of just we kind of just talked about the movie in itself, like in like the opening of this. But there is a lot to kind of break down. Like, like I thought that the school shooting backstory was pretty heavy to throw in a movie like that. Like, I mean, it's a real. And again, unfortunately, it's kind of a fact of life. The day, like that, when that happened, I was surprised, but at the same time, I wasn't. I was like, wow, yeah, that's something that would happen to a kid nowadays right which is too bad to think that bad. we're in a day and age where it's like that's kind of normal yeah. for someone to have gone through that yeah i man i really do like i was i was looking at some of the notes here and it's talking about you know with it being 50 years after the original spree like the way that um you know leatherface was moving around like don't look at me like so the way he was moving around like he's moving pretty well for a minimum of 65 years old yeah like there were times i mean i we could he, say the same thing about michael myers too though like he's right. but this guy <laughs> looks like he's like he like there's like a, i don't know if he's like deformed got like a deformity like he's got the limp and all that kind of stuff mm-hmm. up you know but he is quick. Yeah. Like, like in the, when he's hiding, like he runs off and he's hiding in the alley and he hear the revs like in the, off in the distance. I'm like, that's mm-hmm. a nice touch. Cause that's creepy. And then she's looking all of a sudden, ah! 
ah, fucking running. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. (laughs) And I was like, no, thanks. No, (laughs) thanks. Go to Texas. (laughs) All right. Let's go ahead and dive into the the behind the scenes stuff here. So um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre directed by David Blue Garcia. Uh, with a screenplay written by Chris Thomas Devlin from a story by Fede Alvarez and Rodo Sayaguis. I butchered that, sorry. The film is a sequel to The Texas Chainsaw Massacre, um, 1974. Sorry, I thought I heard my dog growling outside the door. I was like, I locked him up. Um, he broke out. It, <laughs> he, Your door's next. He, yeah, right. Um, and is the ninth installment of the Texas Chainsaw Massacre franchise. I'd say that's gross. I almost did, but then I was like, but Halloween had that and more. Yep. And so did Friday the 13th. Yeah, the only and one that on didn't. I mean, shit, even Nightmare on Elm Street had eight, yeah. nine, eight? Because there was a the six, yeah. and then, uh, yeah, because then, yeah, you had New Nightmare. And if you count yeah. Freddy vs. Jason. True, Which and then the remake. The, uh, okay, yeah. so uh, still pick it, too much. Um, so it says uh, picking up several decades after the original film, and by several, we're talking five. Um, the story focuses on the serial killer Leatherface, which at the time, technically, he'd only killed like a handful of people. I guess that makes. I think anything's over three makes you a serial killer. But Okay. Leatherface targeting a group of teens coming into conflict with a vengeful survivor of his previous uh, murders. The project is a joint venture between Legendary Pictures, Bad Ombre, and Exerbia Films. The the film stars Sarah Yarkin, Elise Fisher, Mark Burnham, Jacob Lattimore, Moe Dunford, Elwyn Foyer, Alice Mm. Krieg, Craig, Craigie, uh, Jessica Elaine, and Nell Hudson. So, after the release of Leatherface in 2017, Lionsgate had plans for five more films in the franchise. Yeah. However, the studio lost the rights due to the time it took to release it. Legendary yeah. acquired the franchise rights with Alvarez and Sayaguis, serving uh, alongside producers... Um, Pat Cassidy, Ian Henkel, and Kim Henkel, who co-wrote the original film, which is nice. Duo filmmakers Ryan and Andy Tohill were initially signed on as directors, but were replaced by uh, Garcia due to creative differences. The The filming took place in Bulgaria. Wow. In August of 2020. Okay, that's interesting. Bulgaria. Um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre was released, as we said, uh, two days ago, February 18th, on Netflix. Uh, The film received generally negative reviews from critics, as well as fans alike. Um, We actually got a little bit of um, Facebook action with this movie, Um, like like a post and some comments. Like, um, buddy Alex, who actually lives over in Germany now, was... Um, talking about it and uh, we replied to it and then D'Angelo commented on there that he was disappointed and I haven't got back to him yet but um, yeah so 
Long story short, there's a giant synopsis here. I'm not going to read the entire plot, but the main storyline is after nearly 50 years of hiding, Leatherface returns to terrorize a group of idealistic young friends who accidentally disrupt his carefully shielded world in a remote Texas town. The tagline on here says, In 1974, the world witnessed one of the most bizarre crimes in the annals of American history, which I believe is what was said in the original movie. In 2022, the face of madness returns with somebody else's face. Boy, did it. (laughs) Yes. Um, I like that he used her face as his face. That was really cool so it's funny it's a little jason Voorhees. yeah the face though like i remember when i saw one of the first early pictures i saw which i thought was terrifying was when his head popped up from the sunfield or sunflower mm-hmm. field as what it looked like and i was like oh that's creepy even though it, it the mask reminds me a lot of the clown killer from dead by daylight the way that, that it looks so i kind of see that every time i look at it but sure. yeah, like I yeah, the fact that he used the face of her, like I was like, okay, it makes sense. But I mean, like you see little glimpses of his uh, face, and you're like, okay, he's got gray hair. He's he's getting mm-hmm. up there. Um, but da 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 da. So um, initially during the production of Leatherface. Um, the producers had the film rights and intention of making five more of these movies. In April of 2015, producer Christi- uh, Krista Campbell stated that the fate of the potential series would largely depend on the financial and critical reception to Leatherface. By December 2017, uh, Lionsgate and Millennium Films had lost the film rights due to the amount of time it took to release, to release the movie. In August of 2018, it was reported that Legendary Pictures had entered preliminary negotiations to purchase the rights to the um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, along with studio, uh, the studio intending to adapt television and film installments. Okay, a TV show. I mean, they're doing TV everything cool. nowadays, but I, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm, if you can get away with American <clears throat> Horror Story. Yeah, yeah, you could definitely do that. Um the following year, Fede Alvarez signed on um, onto the product, a project as the producer. In November of 2019, Chris Thomas Devlin joined the production as a screenwriter. Um, in February of 2020, uh, Ryan and Andy Tohill were hired to serve as directors for the film, with Angus Mitchell signed on as choreographer after the collaborating on uh, 2018's The Dig. In May of the same year, it was announced that the film would serve as a sequel to the original film um, and feature a 60-year-old Leatherface, notably similar to the approach of, uh, that Blumhouse Productions took with their Halloween films. Um, so by this right here is saying that Leatherface Bubba was 10 years old in the original Texas Chainsaw Massacre, which, I mean, it's possible. It's very unlikely. Is it though? He was I mean, big. he could have a he he could have some sort of growth deficient. Or, yeah, like, de- who knows? Isn't that elephantitis? It's I possible. It, it, I I don't buy it. I'd give. I would say teens. I'd say I'll seventeen. I'd say seventeen at the earliest. That's a full grown, full grown I mean, man. And, yeah, I mean, there are some people 
especially you know there are guys that are just fucking huge teenagers mm-hmm. i mean yeah and then they go on the football team like they're just <laughs> fucking tanks like i knew i've known a couple but right Ten is pushing it. Like I would, fifteen. I would go okay, uh, all right. But yeah, yeah. So I'm doing a little bit of a look here. So in February of 1918, Robert Wadlow was ten years old, and he was six five. Yuck. <laughs> Yuck. That sounds terrible. He was diagnosed with hyperplasia of his pituitary gland, which is what I was thinking would have been the case with Leatherface. But well, I know, like, in some prequels and sequels, they're like, oh, he has some facial deformities. He's got some weird shit going on with his genetics, and it's why he's this giant man-child. <laughs> so... Uh, yeah, so one more thing about this Robert Wadlow before we get back to what we're talking about here. It said, um, <laughs> imagine how baffled his parents were when in 1919 when their one-year-old son was three foot three and a half inches tall at one years old. Yuck. That's huge. That's huge. I think of a baby, was he? Like, they start out like normal baby, and then you just... Went, I don't know that much about the condition, but yeah, could you imagine? You're like, oh my god, you pull it out, and it's the size of a three-year-old. You're like, fuck, that <laughs> sucked. But yeah, no, that's insane. Um, <clears throat> so it's possible. Unlikely, but possible. It, yeah, that's the only way you can that it can make sense, is that he has this form of hyperplasia. But at the same time, I don't... I don't need all that. I don't want. I don't want the extra stuff. I, I like. We don't need to know every single thing. Like they're killers. Like leave that shit shrouded in mystery. Give us something yeah. to well, talk about. I mean, about. that's the bad thing about. I think I watched the beginning, the one right. subtitled the beginning, and that yeah. was one of the things I remember them doing is being like, "Oh, he has this condition, and his face looks like this, and this is why he wears other people right. faces because he's he's so ugly and shit." And I was like, yeah. "Okay, okay, I get you. Know, all sure. right." Whatever, whatever you want to do there, um, it is also um, must be stated that John Larroquette did repi- reprise his role as the film's narrator, having yep. provided voiceover for the original and the 2003 remake. So, over the last 50 years, and the funny thing is, is like I I know his face, I've seen it, like I hear his voice. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't w- realize it was him. But yeah, I'd... yeah. I always think of it. Uh, think of them from like Night Court, and you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Like uh, that's going way back to. Uh, it's going way back. Good old fucking yeah, Night Court. Come up to know what I know him from. Um, I just know the name. Yeah. So, um, real quick, talking about it, there. Like, I didn't know this before recording, but there is a post-credit scene for this movie which mm-hmm. does set up the uh, possibility that there could be a- another one and it shows leatherface making his way it says making his way to the house where his original massacre took place now i'm obviously they're not using the house from the 1974 because it's much larger than the house in 
that that's in the post credit. Maybe mm. it's original before that. Who knows? But it's a nice little setup. I I did notice the swing set in the front yard, um, which was cool. And so I I'm I give me another one. I'll watch it. Yeah. Like that's, I'm surprised. I'm okay. I'm not surprised because people are shitty. People people shit on everything, no matter how good it is. And there's something but, about horror fans too, where they're like they get real shitty. entitled. Like, yeah. like I'm not trying yeah. to shit on the listeners here. I know I'm from Boston Legal. That's <laughs> is that what it is? Yeah. Um, there's show. a lot of people out there love, who like I'm. I'm gonna. It's just gonna be another Eternals where I'm gonna be a fucking booster for this movie. <laughs> where it's really actually pretty good, all things considered. So do me a favor. I mean, when you watch this movie four times in a week, mm-hmm. let me know. I'm not okay. at all. <laughs> but I might not ever watch it again. But it's good, though. Like, it's there's nothing about this that is so inherently bad. And we've watched some pretty shitty movies where, That's on the show true. or not, where it's just like, this is blatantly garbage. <laughs> yeah. And I... I, I'm just fundamentally pissed that this exists, and I've seen it in my eyes. But this movie is exactly what I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's not very original, but no, neither is every other horror sequel ever made. Right. Like, and, <laughs> yeah, no, I'm with you on that. Like, it. I think if this came out before Halloween 2018, this would be better, considered better. I can see that. Because I think there's things that this does better than... I like the idea of real estate agents, you know, redeveloping this town 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 in Texas. Well, and that's why... More than random podcasters hassling a serial killer and making him go on a rampage. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. So, (laughs) the fact that, like, this is where the orphanage angle makes sense. Because it's like... Okay, Harlow, never, like, whatever. Um, I don't mm-hmm. remember the name of the town originally. It's been probably a year or so since I've watched um, the original Texas Chainsaw. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, like, it, like, the orphanage angle makes sense in that aspect. And then uh, we'll get into the, we'll get into that part yeah. there. But, um, <laughs> we're getting there. Um, so... In February 2022, Alvarez clarified that the events of the original sequels took place in the film's continuity, making it a direct sequel uh, to the original. Um, So, in October 2020, it was announced that Elsie Fisher had been cast to star in the film alongside Sarah Yerkin, Moe Dunford, Alice Craig, Craigie. Jacob Ladmore, Nell Hudson, uh, all these people, right? And then in March of 2021, it was revealed that Mark... Burnham had been cast as Leatherface, replacing the late Gunnar Hansen. Rest in peace. I'm same with you and Eternals. I will always cha- every time we talk about Leatherface, I will always champion the book or audiobook, depending what you have time for. Um, Chainsaw Confidential, written by Gunnar Hansen. It's such a fucking insight on these on the movie, like and everything oh, that sure. went through. It's fascinating. Like I, I couldn't stop listening to it, and it was perfect because I was truck driving at the time, so I was able to really just binge on it. But mm-hmm. even if I wasn't, I one hundred percent would have still went through. It was just, it was riveting. Well, riveting. I have to look into actually getting it. 
I'm going to look it up while you talk. Yeah, do that. Um, Add it to my Amazon wish list of things I might get one day. <laughs> yeah, no, it's a great book. Um, What's it called? Uh, Chainsaw Confidential. Um, so principal photography commenced on October, uh, 17, oh, sorry, August 17th, uh, 2020 in Bulgaria. Um, which is crazy cause this movie got done filming a year and a half ago. I'm curious to see why it took so long to get done or get put out. Um, however, after being unimpressed with what was filmed, the studio fired. Oh, that's why they fired the, 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 the duo directors. And then David Blue Garcia was hired to replace them. The footage um, shot by the Toehill brothers would not be used with Garcia starting over on the production. Wow. So they shot two movies. I would be curious to see how bad that first one was. Like with it, as much as people who like they don't like this one, mm-hmm. like they're saying that what was shot first was even worse. Yeah. I would be like, oh, what was in that movie? That terrible. It does. Yeah, if you're looking to buy this uh, book... Good mm-hmm. luck. Why? It's not um, on Amazon. Oh, is it, it is. <laughs> Hardcover, $14,691. Shut your lips to me. Is it signed? Uh, I don't think so. Uh, and paperback, $157.50. You can buy the MP3 CD for 12 bucks, or it's free on audiobook. That, oh. The, okay, there's that. Used acceptable. <laughs> oh man! It's it is a solid, readable, and un, uh, usable copy, but might include extensive wear or damage. Eesh. That's a lot of money for a book. Um, oh, I'm not. Oh, so I'm looking right now to see. If, oh wow! Yeah, they have That's a copy gross. on eBay for ten thousand. I'm gonna have to look at, into that and find out why is it so goddamn expensive. I guess because it hasn't been republished. I mean, you just can't get it anywhere. Well, yeah, that's it. But, okay, so, so listen to the audiobook. It's 100% yeah. worth it. I want to say Gunnar Hansen's the one that narrates it also. That'd be even better. Um, yeah, if, you're gonna, if you want anything to do with that, just fucking get the audiobook. Yeah, do the, do the audiobook. It is narrated by Gunnar Hansen, so that's even better. It's there his own go. book and his own word, like his own voice. It's yeah. awesome can't champion that enough um so uh, by march of 2021 alvarez um had announced that the production had been completed while confirming that the film would focus on an older aged leatherface the film revealed that the production took an old school approach to filmmaking noting vintage lenses and practical effects used for the gore the following month the film was officially titled texas chainsaw massacre it's it believed it was believed at one point that the title had changed to Texas Chainsaw Begins, but Devlin denied this. In May in May it was reported that after a test screening the audience reaction was generally negative. However, by August, Alvarez counterclaimed that the overall audience score was mostly positive, while emphasizing that the film remains respectful to the first film's legacy. Um, it, the same month it was revealed that Colin Stetson served as the film's composer. Hmm. Um, in October 2020, the film was initially stated for a theatrical release sometime in 2021. However, in August of 2021, the film was revealed to skip a theatrical release and would be um, instead released exclusively on Netflix. In October 21. 
2021 during an AMA on the social media site Reddit, Alvarez stated that the film was most likely planned for an early 2022 release, and then on December 3rd, um, 2021, a film to uh, a first look at the film was released along with the announcement of its February 18th release date. Um, the reception, it's a like, I'm not gonna go into it like reading like reviews but it's got a 30 percent on rotten tomatoes um you know what that's better than a lot of other horror movies it's very much so (laughs) it's got an average rating of 4.2 out of 10 it says that texas chainsaw massacre doesn't skimp on the gore but leatherface may have um, irrevocably lost his ability to terrify false false because that's one thing like i would i would wholeheartedly disagree like he is not he is terrifying at times in this movie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got a 35 out of 100 on Metacritic. <laughs> um, so aside from those, some of the things, like if you want to know what people think about this movie, just go onto any social media site and you'll hear about it. But Valerie Complex for Deadline Hollywood wrote, the real horror here is the modernizing of the content by merging social media, social issues, and Twitter buzzwords in a careless fashion that makes it hard to latch on to anything substantial. As much as I like this movie, I 100% agree with that. Because it is. It's like, it does have every single one of those. It's It's got the social medias. It really mm-hmm. does. It really... And horror movies, and I'm not saying this in a bad way, but more horror movies have always taken social issues and and yeah. put them in their movies. Like yeah, I'm not they, like I may what they're about yeah really. I'm, I may not um, like I agree with what that sentence is, and I'm not meaning it in like a bad way or they shouldn't have done it, but mm. it is 100 percent that you know that's what happened in twitter buzzwords stuff like that i don't know the second part i don't agree because i don't think it was done in a careless fashion but it also did make it difficult for me to latch on and that's what i was trying to explain when we first started talking about this i'm like there's just Mm -hmm. something about it to where it's like i had a hard time rooting for the survivors except for ruth like what you were saying Mm -hmm. in the beginning she did the right thing or what they thought was the right thing she tried to be there for jenny um, and it didn't pay off for her. I think it's not to get too, you know, political or anything, but I think a, a big part of the problem, especially for us old fogies watching these new fangled horror movies, mm-hmm. is that times have changed so much, and they the way really kids act now is so different than the way we acted back then. Yeah, and the way characters acted in movies. That yeah, I don't like all this social media reference and shit, but unfortunately, that's, that's what the it is time. now. Exactly, and I knew it's what I hated about Halloween Kills and the 2018s, like all this podcasting and like even though I do them, obviously, yeah, like modernizing these horror movies seems so weird to me because I, I grew up with these old ones. I dude, it feels wrong. I'm so glad. Like that's exactly. I knew if there was a way to put it eloquently into a sentence that not to toot your horns, that you would come up with a way to do that. Because me, when I generally, when I start to talk about those issues or like politically or this or Mm -hmm. that, like I'm like, okay, I... Let's tiptoe around. Yeah, I'm not smart enough to put it into words to where it's like i'm i like i don't have a problem with it but i don't know how to explain what my issue is with it like and that's that's the big issue here is is, yeah it is it's 
it's modernization and it's not a bad thing. No. Because you can't have people on rotary phones and talking the way they did in the seventies <laughs> or the nineties and the way we did things back then. Yeah. We just don't do them that way anymore. So it's weird for us to see it. Mm-hmm. Because we're officially getting to middle-aged them. <laughs> middle-aged them? Yeah, that fucking sucked to say out loud, didn't it? <laughs> yeah, no shit. <laughs> we're I'm, I'm there, further then. away than you, and it's still like, yeah, I'm getting there, though. It's, the, it's nice around jab. the corner. <laughs> nice jab, dickhead. I was like, how is he going to fucking rework this one? Sneaky bitch. Um, It's just so it is interesting. And that's why that line in that trailer bothered me so much. But watching it in the movie, it's it's still stupid. But it's (laughs) like, okay. Like, it was one line. It wasn't the whole movie no, for me. Exactly. It was just that it, one scene, that one dickhead, and he died, so it's It okay. really did kind of feel out of place, but at the same time, it didn't, because yeah. it is the world that we live in, and I could 100% see that being on any social media site. Yeah. If it was someone our age or older saying that, I'd be like, okay. But All right, McConaughey, we get it. <laughs> entrepreneurs, <laughs> right. mm-hmm. you know, trying to open up small boutiques in this texas you know ghost town yeah ghost towns well, like, i thought I that was cool i like i love that. i love ghost towns like yeah. that was the thing i hated about uh truck driving is like if i was you know going down some small highway and you know there's a sign saying you know ghost town three miles down this way i'm like oh <laughs> but it work i yeah i can't pull my truck over but i would definitely love to go and see what that was. Um, so a few more things. It said that um, oh, was it from the AV Club? Um, AA Dowd negatively compared the film to David Gordon Green's Halloween and said that isn't it kind of arrogant to position your movie as the only proper follow-up to an iconic original and then make the same blunders as the film you're retconning? Um, I. <laughs> Okay, yeah, right. Um, and then Owen Gleiberman of Variety called the film a blood-soaked but unscary footnote, which I also do disagree. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, um, there were times it felt excessive. Yeah, but again, it felt excessive in a way that Halloween twenty eighteen was excessive. Mm-hmm. Like he wasn't that brutal in the original. No. Well, and that was the thing too, because it really, it really kind of ramps up if you think about it to where mm-hmm. um, he's going after those people, or he's going after the sisters. Mm-hmm. But like, I think until, or well, I'm trying to remember specifically the part, but there was like a part in the movie where he isn't concerned with these people right here. He's going for this person right here. Um, I could be, I could be misremembering, but like it, it yeah, definitely seemed like he was more so killing with a purpose until the end of the movie. When he basically, I saw somebody on social media compare it to being a shark attack on land where he yeah. basically, and I was like, okay, I get it. Yeah. Um, so following the film's release, David, uh, blue Garcia expressed interest in taking part in a sequel. Should legendary decide to move forward with this one. And I am going to be honest. I, I would not be upset. Like if they release a sequel to this, I will watch it. Um, I will watch this again. I feel like there's a kind of, there's, there's some stuff in there we're taking in. Um, like, 
I don't know. We'll see what happens here. But a um, let's, uh, a few trivia things here. I don't like. I almost don't know if we really need like like I sent you notes about the movie, but I feel like we covered a decent part of it. I'll go through the notes and yeah. see if there's anything we want to cover um, in detail yeah, before we go. Through while you do the. Fun yeah. Um, so the first Texas Chainsaw movie to feature the uh, original main character Sally. However, um, with uh, Marilyn Burns tragically passing away on October fifth of two thousand fourteen, that wasn't able to be a thing. Um, there really isn't any fun facts for this movie. Um, right. At least nothing that we haven't already talked about. Um, so, spoiler alert, the kill count, there is 7 plus 9 shown on bus equals 16. Thanks for the math. More were assumed killed off camera on bus, plus 1 if you count Leatherface's mom, even though she was already dead. But yeah, 16. That's a that's a pretty hefty... And that's, I would have guessed more. But... I, 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 I thought so too, but there was 9 people on the bus. So, See, I thought there was more people on I the thought, bus. It looked I'll, like there... I'll go with 9. Yeah, I, it, it seemed like there was more than that also. Yeah. Um, since that was so quick, let's see if there's any goofs that are worth talking about. Not many, but um, the size of the chainsaw guide bar seems considerably longer when Leatherface is sawing through the bathroom door on the bus to get to Melody and Lila. Um, plot right. holes... Leatherface's chainsaw can still work after being blasted with a shotgun, um, but it also wasn't close range, and it also depends on the kind of shells they were using, right? I mean, obviously, if yeah. they're... My issue with the... It seemed very versatile in this. <laughs> it was like he had a fucking yo-yo, and he just was doing around the worlds and walking dogs, and, like, he did it, a lot with it, it in this felt, one. Yeah it, yeah, it was definitely an extension. He's had 50... Well, no, he didn't have 50 years, because he had to dig it out of the wall. For some reason, yeah, he put it away. He's like, I, that last behind me, I'm over it. Hanging up the katana. <laughs> like, pick uh, up another one. I bet other newer one would work better. Probably, I, yeah, probably. Um, Had gas though, so yeah, it's amazing whatever. how Leatherface's chainsaw can operate at all, considering he hasn't used it since 1974, and he's been keeping it hidden behind a wall this time. The chainsaw would be old, rusted, and unable to work. Um, yeah. revealing mistakes when Leatherface pops his head up in the field it's very obvious that it is a green screen effect since the outline can still be seen around him oh I didn't even notice that's how dumb I am um, huh it's saying what? that when he's in the field that it was a green screen effect oh. I wasn't paying attention sure. close enough um, I didn't notice so there's that I like this where uh, there's a lot of stuff. Like, these are the fun ones. Here we go. It says, uh, Leatherface silently decapitates the bus driver when the only weapon he has is a very loud chainsaw. You can hear the chainsaw go. That's what I thought, too. Um, yeah. Sally's... It's not... You'd think he would scream or something. Right. And, like, he, he's able to start it up like it's a switch. And it's, he doesn't have to rev it. It's just like it's on. So he died and then it was off. So right. that's stupid, but... Um, so Sally is somehow able, is still alive and able to shoot at Leatherface and say her last words to Lila after being violently chainsawed in the stomach. She was mm -hmm. picked up off the ground, wasn't she? Yeah, and, that was dumb. And then she'd be, I even said that out loud watching. I was like, okay, she'd be dead now. Though. Like, that's dumb. Um, 
So it says, it's never really clear why Catherine sits on the bus and does nothing after she discovers Dante's corpse. Um, yeah, that was weird. After shooting Leatherface, Sally states that he now knows her name. At no point in the original film did she shoot him with a shotgun, which would jolt his recollection of her. It makes no sense why she would believe that shooting him would make him suddenly remember her. But at the funny thing, too, that's almost like what that's also the, the Halloween position yeah. where it's like he's like no he's just a killer like you're obsessed with him he could give two shits about you and yeah. it's the same thing like no he that's what i ended up liking about kill so much is like laurie spoilers laurie <laughs> yeah. is so obsessed with him and thinks that it's all about her but it's not it has nothing to do with it. yeah no it's great and th it's the same thing with this like i if it's not like leatherface would have gone after her Right. He was trying if to hide. Hadn't. He was a simple... Yeah, he was... He, yeah, it's it's very much a Michael where it's like, you're on my turf, or a Jason. Mm -hmm. Don't go to the fucking camp, yeah, or I'll kill you. Don't go into trying, my ghost town, or you're gonna die. <laughs> yeah, you're trying to kick us out of this house. Yeah. Um, so... Uh, Leatherface, despite his age and the fact that he's an ordinary human, uh, is able to break or the deputy. Yeah, he is able to break the deputy's arm with inhuman strength, which I thought was such a rad kill. When that he was so cool. When he busts the fucking hand down and then stabs mm -hmm. him in the neck with his own fucking wrist bone, I'm like, yeah. That was a nice. Like I was surprised by the hand. I was like, oh shit. Uh, then he uh, stabbed him. I was like, that's nice. That's, that's awesome. A really, that's very Leatherface. I like that. Right. Uh, Leatherface can withstand being stabbed, shot multiple times, and attacked with his own chainsaw. All impressive since he's a normal guy and not a powerful zombie like Jason Voorhees or fueled by pure evil like Michael Myers. Now, or is he? Or is he? I like it that you keep saying that. <laughs> Um, when Sally confronts Leatherface in his bedroom, he gets up and leaves her alone. Contra uh, contrary to everybody else he laid eyes on, who he killed immediately, regardless if they were responsible for the def death of his mother or not. Yeah, he just sits there and looks at her. like, And that's, I think, kind of goes back to the other thing I was thinking. Like, he's in her room. She's in his room, sorry. And sure, he shouldn't have been in the house, but he didn't kill anybody. Like he didn't go down and immediately kill those people when they were downstairs either. Like he's seeing this older woman with white hair standing in his room, looking at him. It's an older lady. Maybe he has no reason to kill. Like it almost seems like even though he's a serial killer, he, there's a motive there. You know, these they contributed to the death of his mother. Yeah. His orphanage. It's, you know it's I mean? very Jason-y. And the other yeah. thing, like, if you look at even the original, like, again, don't go into the fucking woods, but, mm -hmm. like, if those people hadn't gone to that house, yeah, they would have been fine. Like, if they had just kept driving or not, I don't know if they ran out of gas or whatever, but if they had just, like, kept on going, he wouldn't have just sought them out. Right. No, I'm so, in I'm in complete agreement with you. It's I think if the bus is hard because it does it does get to an escalation point of like okay he's just chainsawing through and the chainsaw wouldn't have worked. I'm sorry. At a certain point, it would not have cut through all those people. But <laughs> well, that aside, because it's a movie. Yeah. I don't know. It's tough. I don't think. I don't know. I don't know if if the girls hadn't gone onto the bus, mm -hmm. would he have gone onto the bus? I don't know. I don't know. That's a good question. Um, 
But so going through my notes here, some of the things I was curious about, I did I did take note that I really did like the like the intro to it. I liked how they were showing mm. things from the original movie. They, they they were playing the unsolved mystery, you yeah. know, the case of it and all this and that. And that even ties in with them at the gas station also and then selling merchandise and all that. I was like it was a great touch. Um mm-hmm. So I could totally see a small town like this doing that. Oh yeah, totally Whether capitalizing not, on it. You know. Yeah. Um Mike so while I was writing down that I was curious why Harlow and then I was then right after that couple minutes they're like, Oh, it's a ghost town and we're going to breathe new life into it. I'm like, Okay, thank you for answering my question. <laughs> um one issue I did have and I wrote this down was um so they walk into this house i mean sure it's a ghost town you're not expecting anything but mm-hmm. like they shut the door behind them you know what i mean like they like if i'm going into a house i probably shouldn't be in there or it's weird i'm gonna leave that door open see i i saw that note before the show and i was like my only rationale for that of why i would shut the door is it because it's texas is- and it's hot Okay, two reasons. Because <laughs> okay. the house is probably fucking hot. Like, I doubt the AC is on. No. But. It's all stinky, musty. Yeah. <laughs> if I'm somewhere and I don't know what's going to happen or who else might be around, I'll shut the door so I can hear the door open again. Like, if I'm not expecting anyone else to be in there with me, if I hear a door and I know I've shut the door then I know there's something wrong and I need right. to get the fuck out of the house. True. But I mean, like you walked in through that door. It's the outside door. It's your yeah, front door. Like I, I get where you're saying with that. And maybe if that door's closed, like if someone else shows up to this house, mm-hmm. oh, then yeah. I'll know that there's something off. Cause there shouldn't be anybody in the fucking house. Right. It's a ghost town. Ghost town. Yep. No, ghost town. We talked about that. I get so. that. Um, so this part, like they're going, um, Dante's going upstairs to take down the Confederate flag as you, as you would. Um, mm-hmm. and I like that first, like a kind of like a split second, like you see him sitting in the chair, like he's just sitting there. And, see, I didn't notice that. Yeah. So like, if you, if you do go back and watch this, like he's walking over to the window and he's sitting in his chair made of bone. Like you can see the bone, oh. like it's, it's really cool. So he's sitting in his chair and you can kind of make it out. He almost looks like this big old, old Viking guy, like big biker looking dude, right? But hmm. then when it sh- like it shows him walking up, and then when he's leaving, like he's gone. He's not in that chair anymore. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's fucking rad. I even rewound it and watched it like two or three times just because I was like, okay, I really like that. That's cool. Um, we already talked about the orphanage and the 75, but... Um, so, oh, this was the thing is like my wife watched the first half of this movie with me, mm. and she called the school shooting before. I don't know how or why, but like we're sitting there, and um, she's like, Oh, this is a school shooting, like talking as about her, like that's yeah. the backstory, yeah, with why she didn't like guns and this and that. Like, like the school shooting makes sense, and that's definitely a world topic yeah like, i i think i caught 
I don't want to retroactively seem smarter than I am, but I remember when, because when they get into the car at the gas station and she kind of pulls her shirt over her scar. Yeah. And it looked like a gunshot wound. Mm -hmm. I was like, oh, well, okay. So she's been, you know, she was wounded somehow in something and she's going to have some kind of. Makes sense that it would be a school shooting because like not, not, just not every kid has a bullet, a bullet scar. Yeah. Um, and again, as we were talking about earlier, that is the the thing that happens now. Yeah, if you see a kid with a gunshot wound, it's like, oh, unless your family is really horrible, which is also possible. Yeah, you were probably in a school shooting. Um, yeah. So I had written down um, that they, you know, they definitely had Hardesty was a Strode-esque character, but. I guess we could say Laurie is a Sally-esque character in 2018, mm-hmm. at least, whatever. Um, but I did, like, the, the kills are brutal. He's, like, yeah. the thing I like about it is he's he, this giant, hulking, massive man, heavy footsteps, and it, it really does add to the, like, the tense nature of the film. Like, it really, you're just like, oh, my God. Um, yeah. It's like a refrigerator with arms coming at you to kill you. Like, it's... <laughs> You're not going to, that's, I mean, it's what I didn't say when you were talking about the people complaining about his almost supernatural abilities. Like, he's a big fucking guy. He's, yes. He doesn't have to be supernatural to just, just wreck you. And he's, he's a country boy. You know, he's corn yeah. fed, human fed, yeah. whatever. Like, he is just out there throwing <laughs> bales of hay. You big boy. Yeah. Um, so, I really, you, like, I, it's weird to kind of, like, root for the killer in this movie because like he mm-hmm. is just a simple simple serial killer like that doesn't excuse yeah. it but like there's that moment when he's sitting there and he's just like you can see that he's visibly sad that she's gone and then starts mm-hmm. putting makeup it looked like he was rubbing makeup on the on yeah. the face i'm like oh give me give me the old lady i'm like that or the pretty yeah. lady that's so sick mm-hmm. um so he hears the pop music, all that kind of stuff. Like, it's like, you know, just kids being kids out there. Dante comes walking outside mangled. Oh yeah, dude, that scene. Like we haven't talked brutal. a whole lot about Richter and just his over the, over, like just Texas nature, um, you know, really does come kind of, c- c- comes off douchey, especially when they meet yeah. him at the gas station. But like he, I was kind of glad to see that they they didn't just leave it at that. They kind of gave him a little bit more complexity that, like, yeah. Yeah, They made him a real person. Yeah, he doesn't just, like, oh, we don't like outsiders around here. Like, you know, he was the gun-carrying Texas stereotype, and, but he... I, I loved that switch, because when he sees him walking and all you know, disheveled yes. and he's wanting to confront him because, you know, he's pissed at what they're doing. Yeah. And then he notices there's something off and then he sees him. He's like, Oh shit. Like he's hurt. And I know. I'm getting like good. He immediately. Like, I am too. Like thinking about that. Yeah, because like he it's... immediately pulls out the gun, says, go get help, go call the police, stay in the van or bus. I got this. Yes. Like, and, and that he, was the thing. He's too, smart it, about it. Mm-hmm. He's quiet. Like, yeah, I, that was great. Yeah. And that, like I, I was, like I was obviously rooting for him. You knew he was gonna die because he was yeah. the alpha person who would, you know, most likely your chances of survival. And then when he got fucking annihilated, you're mm-hmm. like, these guys don't stand a chance. 
Yeah. Like, like he had to be dispatched in a brutal nature. And even still, it wasn't as brutal as some of the other ones because, like, he gets the no. leg smacked. And you're like, oh, yeah, fuck. That, I felt that one. Yeah, I was like, ooh. <laughs> but the way that he got him on the broken window, because, like, even though his leg was yeah. fucked up, he still tried to fight back. And I'm like, get yeah. it, buddy. Get it. And then he just gets his head beat in. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just like, like through the floor. Yeah, the force of it. You're just like, God, dude, this guy's old, but he's fucking beef. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. just, <laughs> like, the head is, no, like, that head is gone. Mm-hmm. It is no more. Um, so, when that happened, yeah, head smashed all the way in. Um, Melody gets off the bus because she's like, I'm not going to sit on here. I'm just tired of this shit. Like, I'm just going to see what's going on. Like, <laughs> she sees Dante. You don't want to go down that road. Uh, uh, Shouldn't have done that. It's just a boy. <laughs> uh, but yeah, like she, like I would have fucking booked it as soon as I saw that part of his face was missing. He's lying there, like okay, I'm out. Um, mm-hmm. But at the same time, it's hard to say because if you're there and your sibling, you don't know where your sibling's at. Like I couldn't just leave my brother if I saw somebody yeah. dead and fucking butchered. I'd yeah, be like. like <laughs> 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 you know what I mean? Like, I gotta go. Um, but so, um, this was like this, and even this part of the movie, I was like, okay, this is super cool. When she's leaving the the room and she mm-hmm. tries to avoid the creeks, like, it makes sense that she would be like, okay, we're gonna do this. And I'm like, oh, this, yeah. this is tense. But yeah, and she, that was clever too. I was thinking like a guy couldn't really do that unless they were smaller. Like I couldn't do that because no. I'd probably break the fucking thing. But that's super clever. But she that jumped she would do onto that. the stairs, mm-hmm. and I'm like, and then when she looks up and he's standing, and I'm like, well, one obviously, but two, a fucking yeah. rad. <laughs> like yeah. he's just like, you you shouldn't have done that. And then fucking <laughs> throws his mallet at her, knocks her sweet. down the stairs through the floor. I'm like, yes. Yeah. Like, say what you will about this movie, but some of the visuals are just, they just, they sell it. And by talking about these things over and over again, even though the, like the kids were off and on annoying, like I had a hard time rooting for them. Sure. Um, but like, I might convert you on this one. I think I'm a, I'm a booster here. Well, it's not even that dude. Like I was like, even before this, I just, I like this movie just fine. I just think that because it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre that you're thinking that I should like it more. Yeah. You know what I mean? Being like, oh, like I, I that's not a glowing recommendation. I'm like, well, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, do you want me to like be like, oh my god, this is the end game of horror films, or you know what I mean? <laughs> no, like, but it's a I was hoping. Of, of, of I was hoping it would be like it. It felt fitting. Like it. it you know, I it, yeah, it, dude, that's, it at least kind of got close to your expectations or hopes of I what had, you would want to see. I had, yeah, I had no expectations from something in this franchise. I had no expectations because until we were recording our last episode, I had no idea what anything with the plot was. Hmm. Like I went in as blind as I possibly could for this movie. I had no expectations. The kills were great. Um, yeah. It, it was it was fine, but see the thing is, is with Texas Chainsaw and then Halloween, like those movies, like they're in the Smithsonian or whatever for being films that are fucking 
culturally significant like that's mm-hmm. like a fucking bar and that's horror movies you know what i mean so it's yeah. like the bar for these two are set so incredibly high that you're yeah. almost doing a disservice trying to even like that's lightning in a bottle shit in my opinion you know what i mean so yeah. like the fact that this movie was as as good as it was in my opinion as decent as it was like mm-hmm. it's not like none of these will ever reach that bar and like it's so yeah, I mean we've talked about it with the other ones like as good as Halloween 18 is it's yeah. nothing compared to the original yeah and that's a, like I mean it, they're these are these movies are, are good enough they're fine enough like yeah. I didn't need to it didn't need to be the second coming you no. know what I mean but and I so, think for but me, it's like these are that. as good as these sequels could possibly be. That's what I mean. And like when people are and t- better like, than any of the other sequels have ever been. Right. And um, so the remake, the 2003 remake with Jessica Biel and all them, that was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I like remember it. that being very good. Like those movies, yeah. like the more recent ones are not bad. It's just like from what I remember of the older ones, it's definitely an improvement. But I mean, still, Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 is good. Um, you know, it's got Bill Mosley. I love me some Bill Mosley. Chop Top. Good stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, so, just a few more things about the movie itself. So, early on, Lila and Richter kind of like they kind of form this little bond thing. You know, like she's afraid of guns. He's the gun toting Texan. And it, it's mm-hmm. like, you're like, oh my God, this is not going to. But it does, and they, they they play it very well between the two of them, and the fact where you know she's scared of the guns, but like she's curious, obviously, and so like when yeah. he you know he he removes the magazine, he makes sure that there's not one chambered, like there's nothing that she can do with it, makes it safe mm-hmm. to put it into her hands to show that like guns in themselves are not evil. It's when you put them in the hands of bad people is when they do right. bad things. Like they're tools, it's an instrument, whatever. But mm-hmm. like by putting that in her hands, like she had that power holding it. But you know, he also removed the danger because there was yeah. nothing. You know what I mean? It was it's, kind of an early sign of like, oh, he's not just some hillbilly. He, yeah, he's yeah, he's not of like okay, he's gonna make sure it's safe. And again, it's one of those things like he saw with what's his face when he was hurt. Mm-hmm. As soon as she tossed it it made a clicking noise of like cocking it or whatever and she tossed it Mm -hmm. onto the table it clicked in him of like oh there's more there's more yeah exactly and it's like it's not just like something happened to you and i'm getting goosies again thinking about that i am too yeah it's it it, it, like and that's the thing like honestly i feel like if between those two if they didn't have that connection and if we didn't have that like serious arc a progression mm-hmm. from you know your first impression of Richter to the end like that's that's a real fucking character arc and that's crazy yeah. like to yeah. see that it's more than we've gotten in most a, horror movies lately a lot and like and that's what like those things make this movie for me that and yeah. the fact that the kills are great yeah and like and really i mean what more do you want you don't really need <laughs> like, that much more like i didn't yeah. get done with this movie and i'm like this this is stupid. Uh, blah, 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 blah. Um, so uh, other little things on here. Um, yeah, the phones on the bus. Go I did like. <laughs> 
uh, it was kind of funny that they did get out of the bus by using the corkscrew novelty that they got from the shop. Um, Nice callback. Yeah, and like he doesn't want Sally. He doesn't remember Sally. He he's just going after the girls because of that, which I thought was nice. Like, Mm -hmm. um, I do like when they try to run him over. And then he, like, he's shifty as shit. Like, the way he gets out of the way in front of the bus, it's almost like he's out there doing some sort of fucking chainsaw ballet to where he, not only that, but he's, like, fucking zzz along the side of the bus or whatever. I'm like, mm-hmm. okay. Um, him running with a chainsaw is fucking terrifying. And, you know, we kind of get the final confrontation in the theater. For some reason, there was, there was uh, like, a pool inside there like it yeah was, i thought that was weird too. yeah i didn't like <laughs> like why is this <laughs> why is this flooded like what happened like it's a movie I know theater it was raining really fucking hard but that's yeah. a lot of water yeah to, yeah exactly yeah i had an issue a weird issue with that but see the thing was is like i wrote down like you better crawl faster than that because so what <laughs> if he's in the water this movie's yeah. not over yet uh he popped out of that fucking water like he jumping like a shark mm-hmm. i'm like oh yeah. christ um, and then we get the, Screwed. I wrote, I actually wrote love. I meant move. Like when he took the chainsaw, it spun it. And then it like, it did its little swirly thing on the floor, which I mean, mm-hmm. you got to hold the rev in order for the thing to spin. Otherwise it just stops moving unless he modified yeah. it, whatever. But yeah, that was one of the ones where I was like, I I'm like, what is I've this? I've never mo- used a chainsaw, but I'm almost positive they don't do that. No, they don't. And I'm like, is this Mortal Kombat? Like, is this a special yes. move? Yeah, because I, I mean, te- he was in, I think it was MKX. Like, he was one of the characters yeah. in that. Or, yeah, I think it was MKX. Is that one or 11? Well, I have 11. He's not in 11. He's right. in the same one with, um, yeah, because it had uh, Jason. And stuff like that. I'm pretty sure. Could be wrong. Um, I did like the fact... um, So they're fighting. And um, I think Madeline, I think is her name. She gets him with like that... I called it a chainsaw uppercut. Because like she fucking... Right up to the face. Right. Well, that was the thing too, man. Because like I, I didn't give two shits about her from the beginning. Sure. But like she really does like towards the end like she's obviously just trying to fight to survive and so it mm-hmm. takes away a lot of the extra fluff that i don't necessarily need but then like she she really like final girled it unfortunately yeah. you know spoiler alert didn't it didn't out. fucking matter yeah i got nervous when she picked up the chainsaw and i was like oh, oh my here, God. here here's Halloween 2018 me... with allison <laughs> was that it there was something I, was, I, I had a flash of a horror movie where it's like, oh, now I've got your main weapon, and now I'm going to do the things to you that you do to others. Uh, and I was like, oh, this is going to be stupid. Oh, right. But the fucking uppercut, that was great. And yeah. That's all she did yep. with it. I was like, that's perfect. But then I even wrote down there, I was like, I was like, that's definitely not a final blow, though. You know, obviously, no. he's going to come out again. But so, like, you want to talk about modernization. This part of the movie is so fucked up because they get in there. And, like, I get the autopilot. They made sure that you saw that that was a thing early on in the movie. But, like, yeah, I I, forgot about that. I'm getting in the car, and even though he's in there, I'm driving the fuck out ASAP. Then yeah. you can autopilot. But the fact that mm-hmm. they're, they like, autopilot's on, they're sitting back, and all of a sudden it starts to get, like, they're on a fucking roller coaster going up a thing, like, super slow, only for her to get fucking yanked out of the goddamn window. 
you know, and they, you know, they they rolled back the sunroof because it's a beautiful day in Texas. No. Whatever, I the would sun have the air, shining again. I'd have the air conditioner on. That's just me. Right, it's fucking Texas. <laughs> it's fucking Texas. It's but, hot at night. You know, uh, Bubba grabs her out the window, brings her out there, and you know, Lila stands up and turns around and is looking in the back and the car is on autopilot so it's slowly driving away at like three miles an hour but mm-hmm. then he fucking just cuts her head off right in front of her and there's nothing you can do but sit there and watch and drive away slowly yeah. and then he just stands there and, and holds up the head and there's nothing you'd want to do either Absolutely he not. kill you next yeah you'd be dead too it's like this is the only way I'm going to get out of here <laughs> right I'm just going to have to deal with yeah. this just holds her fucking head up. I'm like, oh, that sucks. And doesn't, he just stands her. He's like, mm-hmm. I did that. Look at, look yeah. at. Would you just uh, look at that? Would you just take a look at it? Would you look at this? Would you look at that? Would you look at this? Look at it. <laughs> yeah, the, I thought the autopilot thing of the car was stupid. Yeah, it was unnecessary. It, but it definitely set up that slow fucking like, oh, you're mm-hmm. helpless even more so. There's nothing you can do. You can't yeah. help her. Like, you're lucky he's not chasing you down because he could walk faster than that car was moving. (laughs) That's what I was almost expecting, is like he was just going to start booking it and she'd have to freak out, get the uh, driver's seat and punch the gas or something. Yeah. So, I mean, that's really really Texas Chainsaw in in a nutshell. And this is kind of an unconventional format. Like, we didn't, like... I kind of like it, though. I liked it, too. Like, it, it, it... was more of an organic thing like we weren't necessarily like the conversation guided more so than the notes did and i like that um if you like that maybe to do this more often we find a way to do it yeah <clears throat> if you liked it if you like it uh, let us know if you agree with us on this take if you don't agree with us on this take let us know comment send us an email be like you know what this is why you're wrong. I am very easily persuaded. <laughs> you're dumb, and your face is dumb. <clears throat> yeah, and everything about you is even more dumb. Um, yeah. But yeah, no, so like, even though I very clearly stated my opinions on this movie from beginning to now, like, it doesn't take a whole lot. Like, Justin right now could flip a switch and be like, this is why this movie sucks. And I'd be like, oh, you know, you're, you're right. That makes sense. This is not a perfect movie. It, no. it, but it didn't have to be. It was a serviceable sequel. I'd watch it again. I'd recommend you watch it. It mm-hmm. shot well. Looks good. Kills are good. Story, meh. Okay. I mean, it's it's a slasher franchise. It's not like you're watching Midsummer or any of these artsy... Get Out. Yeah, it's not a Get Out. It's not a Nope, which I still haven't watched the trailer for that. And spoiler mm-hmm. alert, nope. I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> you're not going to glean anything from it that's what you were saying and that's why i thought about watching it anyway but like the fact (laughs) that i'm able like i was able to not watch the the trailer for this and go into it i was was pretty excited part of me wants like i was like almost a sense of accomplishment yeah like i wasn't even going to watch the trailer for dr strange 2 and I'm like, oh man, I had to watch a trailer for it. I couldn't help yeah, I myself. Knew I was going, there's no way I wasn't. I'm really to. working at it though, and that's the thing though. I was talking to Jeremy about this yesterday, <clears throat> friend of the show and co-host to We Are Marvel. Um, Go listen to wherever you listen to podcasts. Yep. Um, if I was telling, him, I was like, man, if Doctor Strange Two is at all as like horror centric as what it's claiming to be, I'm like, that's mm-hmm. a crossover event if I've ever seen one. Like. Get right. all like have all three people. I'll even make him edit it. 
<laughs> yeah, and I then, obviously, you know, obviously, it'd be like, all right, here, this is you, bud. Um, and then just post the episode on both show, like on just both things. I think that'd be fun, especially if there's as many horror elements in this movie as there's seeming to be, or from what I've hear, I'm hearing. I'm like, that's 100% a movie we can cover on this show. <clears throat> and I know that you wouldn't argue because, I mean, we've no. done... Yeah, as long as it has the merits, I'll, I'll do it. Right. I mean, we, right. We've, we've, done, we've done less. Yeah, with more. <laughs> but yeah, so that, like I said, that's Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2022, available on Netflix as of two days ago. Um, like I said, please... If you have comments, if you agree with us, if you disagree with us, let's talk about it. I yeah. like I'm tired, but I'm in the mood. It don't matter. Let's talk yeah. about it. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to tell people why this is a good movie. Right, like, and I mean, even still, that like I I I don't wrestle with it. it it's a fine yeah. movie. Saying it's good, it has a lot of good to it. But I like I, I guess I could say good. It's not great. It's good. Um, I'm going to, like, I can see myself making a point of buying this. I would, which, well, given that I already own almost all the other ones already, I, I'm going to buy it yeah. as well. But, but, like, I don't own, like, any of them. I, I bought a couple of them when Hollywood Video was going out of business. So I have, like, <laughs> one, two, and three. Mm-hmm. And the 2003 one. But, like, I will, I think, even with it being free on Netflix, I might make a point of buying this. Right. Whatever. That makes sense, dude. I, I still haven't bought Halloween Kills. Oh, I did. I know. I, I, I fucked up and I should have bought I, I should have bought the Best Buy uh, Steelbook like I did with the last one. Because now they're yeah. like $150 to buy them. And I'm like, god damn it. And so... Um, Seems like it. But yeah. Texas Chainsaw. Let us know what you think. Hit us up on the social medias. We want to mm-hmm. hear from you. Was this movie really that bad, or is it victim of a hive mind mentality where people keep reading it's bad, uh, people are going into the movie watching it with the, a preconceived notion that it's, it's it's a bad movie and it can never recover? You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. it's it's possible. But let us know what you think. Um, before we get out of here, Justin, you want to let them know what's on the docket for you coming up? Sure, I will. I forgot. Honestly, I had to look it up real quick. Um, <laughs> well, I but it enough. is it is the 1968 classic, Rosemary's Baby. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. Okay, this will be this will be a first for you. I've never seen it. Oh, I have it if you want to borrow it, and if you don't feel like renting or whatever. I got okay, it. no, that sounds good. But, um, um, I know you say like you've never seen Rosemary's Baby, and I'm like, I'm fucking no. surprised you have. <laughs> You know? Well, I made a point of it. Like, right. No, I, I I went out of my way to watch it. This and it was like a year ago. I got you. Like, yeah. No, so I've heard I've heard a lot of stuff I'm not about that it. Proud. Huh? I'm not that proud of myself. Oh my god. <laughs> I like, got you. All right. So we will be back very soon to discuss Rosemary's Baby. I'm curious. I've always. It's such a controversial movie, mm-hmm. and I've. I just, it's, I've never, I've just, I've never watched it. So I'm looking forward to doing that. Um, I'm looking forward to covering it. Um, I'm going to pick something you haven't seen. That's always a goal of mine. Yeah. I'm definitely going to try to think of what I'm going to do for my movie next month. And then um, I, you'll have to tell me what your bonus is. I forgot, but um, that's it for us today. We'll see you guys soon. Make sure you um, follow us on all the social medias. Make sure you like, 
share, rate, review, spread the word, help us out. We appreciate it. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Pod and Gore Podcast. We are on Instagram and Twitter at Gore underscore Pod. We are on um, the Gmails at Pod and Gore at gmail.com. We're on the Slasher app. Like, there's literally no shortage of ways to get a hold of us. Um, hell, you could probably even find our personal emails by going through all the stuff to get, you know get a hold of us. But yeah, there's there's no shortage, um, and we'd love to hear from you. Um, until then, with Rosemary's baby, we're gonna get out of here. We've been our we've been our we've been. Oh my God, I am getting tired. Yeah, <laughs> we've been your host. <laughs> uh, we've been your host. My name is Brandon. My name's Justin. And we'll see you guys next time. Bye. Hey, I let you do it this time. I didn't cut you off. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>